Andrew Lindsay, you host the Batch Report in the USA. You also recap Bachelor Australia, Bachelorette Australia, Bachelor in Paradise too. Happy holidays to you. It's a great track. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Batch Report. Welcome. It's Hometowns. It is. And I'm pumped. So they actually broke Hometowns into two episodes, but we're making it one because it's weird to talk about half the Hometowns in one episode. We didn't want to split it, so we made an effort to do both. We did a little bit more. So if you only watched episode eight of The Batch and you're like, I really like to like keep up, like go watch episode nine and then come back. Because This is going to be an awesome episode, yeah. so enjoy. So it starts off with Ellie's one-on-one hometown with Joe. And it starts off at the park. And he has, like, this lab golden retriever dog who's, like, playing with him at the park. The dog's name is Alfie. Yeah, and she's, like... Like Alfred in Batman. I don't think that's pro- that's where the name came from, but I'd like to believe it did. So Ellie shows up, and he's, like... And she's, like, he had me at Alfie. I love Alfie so much. Because, like, obviously she met Alfie before because he lived with her best friend. Yeah. For quite some time. So then they like hang out at the park with the dog and she's like, oh my gosh, I love the dog. And then they go and meet up with his siblings and parents. And Joe's brother is like not into the process. He seems very skeptical. He seems very skeptical. And then he's like, well, Joe, have you been like skydiving? Have you done anything like amazing? And he's like, oh no, like we take care of like fake babies yeah. And we, like, did these things, and he's like, oh, so you haven't been on a one-on-one date? Right. Like, why hasn't he been on a one-on-one date? The main date? reason is that they haven't been on a one-on-one date. So he's, like, super questioning about it, and then the mom is like, oh, my gosh, but he's so smitten, and I love Ellie. Like, the mom is super on board. Basically, Ellie kind of deflects a little bit here. Oh, and, like, with the one-on-one date thing, she's like, oh, well, like, I knew him already, and, like... I already knew he was a great guy, so I wanted to make sure that I gave the other guys the attention to figure out if they were good guys, too. Kind Which, of feel. it's like the worst thing to say. It's like, oh, yeah, but I was thinking about the other guys. You're like, I know he's amazing, but I wanted to make sure that there wasn't anyone more amazing. Right, and I just felt so bad for Joe. But he didn't Joe. seem upset by it at all. No, he was fine. But then Ellie cries while talking to his brother. Because she's like, you know what? I am falling for several people. Yeah. And Joe is such a great guy, but I just don't know if I'm going to pick him or not. And like, he's amazing and I love everything about him, but I don't know. Which makes me think she, there's no way she can pick him in the end. Well, I'm feeling like Frazier's got it in the back, but Joe is like, okay. He's comfortable. So Joe is like fate, right? Like he's like, holy cow. Like, it's like the producers are kind of playing this weird game where they got... And I don't know if Joe applied or if they reached out to him. Right? I actually wonder if Ellie's best friend... I think her name was Katie, who who was Joe's roommate, who was Ellie's best friend, knew Ellie was going to be the bachelorette and may have, like, 
coaxed Joe into signing up right. for the show, knowing that it was going to be Ellie, but not telling him it was going to be Ellie. Right, because I'm like the type of person that's like, there are no coincidences. I right? think like, the friend and the producers had a lot to do with this situation. Like, if there's a coincidence, I'm looking into it, right? Like, that's the type of person. Because Ali, producers yeah. will always interview the best friends. Right. And I think the best friends of the producers got together and decided this was a great idea. They were like, ooh, this could be really good. There was this guy she They're had a crush like, on, right? And she could be like, oh, like, I'd love her to be on the show, but I also would love to see her with my roommate. Oh. And they went on a few dates, but they, like, the timing wasn't right. And they were probably like, oh, get him to sign up for the show, and we don't yeah. need to tell him. and. I think there was some... Could be, yeah. Some stuff behind the Could scenes be. there. But there was a lot of kissing at the end of the Joe and Ellie date. I think they're cute together. I just don't think that they're actually meant to be. I think they've convinced themselves that it's fate when it's not. I'm very curious. I want to see a little bit more. I can't wait till the next episode. So, I'm interested or to after see, home counts. I'm interested possibly. to see if they do, like, fantasy suites or not. Because sometimes they do, sometimes they don't on these international versions. And I'd love to see if they hit it off like fantasy suite. They have decent chemistry, I have to say. They do. They have decent chemistry. Joe seems like he's adequately uh, into her. But I feel like they would both be settling. Yeah. And Joe is like, to me, he's like more of like the unearthed of Australia. So he's Mm -hmm. like the under, he's like the grit kind of. Like, he's a construction worker. Like, he's not, like, somebody they curated, you know, mm-hmm. and picked, like, because of how perfect their life was. He's, yeah. like, somebody they kind of went out of their way to grab, right? He reminds me a little bit in the New Zealand version. Do you remember Michael, who was, like, the farmer? Who yeah. Met, where he was, He like, doesn't remind me of Michael, but yeah. Not, like, personality wasn't necessarily, but where it's, like, you felt like a real person. Like, the producers found a real right. person there. Right. Versus just, like, oh, I'm an influencer and I want to be an influencer. Like, they picked a real person there. Right. And there and, was charming parts of Michael. I don't necessarily feel the same way about Joe that I felt about Michael, but I think Joe has some redeeming qualities as well. Yeah. So, then it goes straight from Joe's date to Pete's date with Becky. And they go on this bike ride through the park and they have, like, a little picnic. It's cute. And then he's like, oh, we're going to, like chat via video chat with like two of my couple friends so like four people all together two couples and this is where you start to like realize covid is more of a thing because like she got to meet joe's family one-on-one but they couldn't hug yeah right they had to like kind of or they chose not to yeah like they walked in and she's like i want to hug you and they were like all they could have hugged I think the producers and directors and whatever said, please don't hug, like stay six feet apart if you can. Yeah, um, which is whatever. But So with Pete's friends, it was all via video chat, which was kind of awkward. And basically the big takeaways were his friends were like, oh, he's ready for a relationship. And then they asked Becky, well, which one of you is going to move? Because... Someone's got to move here. Yeah, I thought it was actually kind of strange that he introduced her to her friends, and our, his friends and his family. And our family. So his friends' names were Jerry, Andrew, Chanel, and Stuart. Yes. And basically, Stuart asks Besk- Becky about what their relationship would look like because he's concerned about what we were just talking about. Yeah, and it's him and his wife Chanel are kind of like the two that are super questioning Becky. And she, like, she's like, one of you is going to have to move. 
And Becky was like, well, I've moved for love before. And at this point in my life, I want someone to move for me. Like I want someone who's in it for me and is willing to do that. Which her friends or which his friends don't seem to like that idea all that Well, much. they're like, well, he's also had to like bend to the will of other people. Right. And I think someone should also be looking out for him and be willing to move for him. Right. And the thing is, it's hard because she has this great government job she's been in for over 10 years. So she's not going to want to move. Her family's all where she's at. Plus, he owns a cafe. He owns a business. Yeah, and he's like self-sustainable. How can he leave his business that he built? See, yeah. And I could get into this and we can go so on and on about this. So they're both in a place yeah. where like, I don't think either should be forced to move. For and sure. if they're not feeling 100%, like one of, like if they're so in love that they're like, I don't mind moving. I'll do anything for you. Then great. But if it's not, like crazy. don't move for like a relationship you've been in for a couple weeks. It's crazy because they both have like very respectable professions mm-hmm. in a way. Like they're one is working for the government, and that's a completely different path than somebody who's created their business from scratch, mm-hmm. right? Like one person is like, I believe in civil civic duty, and the other one's like well, I think civic duty has more to do with... So I think that they have a lot in common. And they also are living polar opposite worlds, mm-hmm. right? So it's kind of like, I'm very curious to see where that relationship goes as far as like the business aspect. However, I do think they have a lot of chemistry. So last week when they showed the preview for this week, I thought that it was going to be Pete that was going to kind of like break off at this point. Because it showed her breaking up with someone at hometowns. And I thought this was going to be the deal breaker. Right. But this was not the deal breaker. No. So we move on to Shannon's date. And she's meeting two of Shannon's brothers and one of their wives. And basically, I thought it was weird they didn't do a date before they showed up at the house. For one. That was a little weird. Because they showed like, oh, Ellie at the park with the dogs. And then... Becky's yeah. like, Pete. And I don't then know it's if like that Shannon, was, they just like went straight to the date. For sure. And I don't know if that was a editorial decision or if it was a producer decision or I if also, it was Becky slash Shannon. I decision. also wondered if maybe she had gone on a date with Pete earlier in the day and then Shannon was the same day, but later in the day. Right. So they just like skipped. That very well could be. So one. there's a lot of unknowns there, but we don't know. So we're not going to dwell on it. But maybe we'll ask them on a future podcast. Possibly. So basically, he's like, oh, I have dinner with my family every Sunday. Like, I'm really close to my family. And the family's like, oh, we're all super tight. He has a bunch of brothers. Right. And their names are Clayton, uh, Dwayne, and... And then Dwayne's wife is Tegan. And Tegan. Yeah. So then they end up, like, breaking up. So Clayton and Shannon go off. And then Dwayne, Tegan, and Becky sit down. Right. So, basically, they're, like, questioning if they have a future. They're, like, where do you feel? Like, how yeah. are you? Like, and they were so nice. He had the best family. He does. He has a wonderful family. Like, and I they were, there, like, so excited to see her. Oh, my gosh. When I was, like, looking at them, I was, like, if I was in her shoes and I showed up there and that was the family, I would feel so welcomed and okay, so Okay, so, good. do you want to know what my thoughts are on this? hmm I felt that Becky was feeling, like... In a way that we talked about Adam. Mm -hmm. In like where she was like, ugh. 
like, I don't want to hurt this. I don't like, I have to break this off right now because like, I just don't feel the same way. Right. Like, yeah. So I think she's felt so viscerally moved by his family and how like joyful they were that Mm -hmm. he was like, she was like, I'm was already going to get rid of you. I've already made up my mind. And like, I can't leave you on. Exactly. Like, I'm going to say that because I wish that, like, I'm hoping that Becky has a good soul and that's what was going on. I think that's what was going on there. Because she starts like crying. She's like, I don't want to lead him on. I feel like I've made my decision and I'm not going to change my decision. And he's amazing. But like, I feel like he'll be a great husband for someone else, but it's not there. Right. So she, she, Tells him. Oh my gosh, but this off. was like yeah, horrible to watch because he was like, who am I to get in the way of someone else falling in love? He was really good about it. And I think that he I wasn't he, quite in love at that point. I don't think point. he was in love. I think he liked her a lot and oh, would yeah. have liked to continue that relationship. He was attracted to her. And I think he was trying to save face a little bit by being like, oh, like if someone else fits better, that's okay. But I think it, I think it hurt. Yeah. I, I really think it hurt. So. Before we move on to the next hometowns, we're going to take a second to talk about our sponsors yes. for this episode. Enjoy. Care of is a wellness brand that makes it easy to maintain your health goals with a customized vitamin plan that helps you feel your best today and supports you long term. I use Care of for all of my vitamin needs. If you need a boost if you need to help yourself get there, this product will get you there. And you know what? They've got an amazing blender bottle. And I like to take their vanilla protein shake that gives you that pump that you need and to put that in the blender bottle and it will like break it up so well. So get your blender bottle. It's amazing. Plus, I am obsessed with their like dream sleep powder. Because I have a hard time falling asleep at night, and it is like, wow, amazing. You can get a bunch of personalized vitamins. So all of Care-of's products are formulated with good-for-you clean ingredients that are backed by science. Your recommendations come in daily, individually wrapped packets that are perfect for getting back into a routine, which I know we're all out of routine right now, and this is the best way to get back on. So Care-of's in-depth five-minute online quiz asks you questions about your diet, your lifestyle, and health concerns to help address your specific wellness goals. And it's all tailored to you. Make taking better care of your health a priority and make it super easy with Care-of. For 50% off your first Care-of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code BATCHREPORT50. Once again, for 50% off your first Care-of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code B-A-C-H-R-E-P-O-R-T-5-0. Welcome back. So now we're moving on to another Ellie date. This is the next episode, part two of Hometowns. Ellie date. Frasier. Frasier. So they start off by playing, I think they keep saying AFL, which I'm assuming is like Australian Football League. I thought it was like, I just basically put ball. They played they ball. football. Yeah. And they're basically like kicking it around, throwing around, tackling a little bit. So I'm assuming. I was thinking rugby. It's not rugby though. Yeah. I think it was football. At first I was thinking rugby and then I was like, okay, football. And then I was like, all they're doing is kicking the ball though. Yeah. They basically kicked it like as if you were a kicker and then they tackled each other. Right. So I don't, I think 
Frazier. It's Frazier's date. So, like, I think he had played in... I wonder if he was a kicker. Like, in college. Like a football. Yeah, it could be. League. So, that's what they did. So, then they met his mom, brother, and best friend. But it was all over video, too, because, you know, COVID. And he's like, oh, my mom is, like, super, like, conservative, kind of, like, traditional. And then they're, like, kissing. And the video comes on to chat with this family. And they don't realize the video is on. And Laurel, um, Frazier's mom is just like, whoa. Yeah. So they're like kissing and giggling and having fun. And then they realize the video's on. And then they're like, oops. Yeah. And I think that was hard because right away, Laurel, um, Frazier's mom is like skeptical. And she's kind of judgy. She's really judgy. But the thing is, she knows she's judgy because... To the camera, she's like, I know I'm judgmental. And it's like, you yeah. are super judgmental. And basically, her first question is like, who would have to move if they decided to be together? And Ellie's like, well, I don't know because... Like, she deflects. We That's haven't she had does. that conversation yet. Yeah. We really like each other. I know I love my job where I'm at and my family's there, but I also know he loves his family. So... Honestly, Ellie's in a position where she could very easily move she could become a nurse anywhere right like and she also has her media platform so she could probably stay afloat for a while if she didn't get a nursing job right away and she did mention at like while she was having this conversation they do like the itms and she was like i hadn't really thought about who would move but i do see that there's no way i could force fraser to move away from his family because that's like such a big deal to him she mentioned it but i don't know how strongly she feels about that and i do know Frazier's one of her top contenders but at i this think point. she knows if she picks him that there's a strong possibility that she would be the one to have to move right i think she has time. decided on that yeah so then while talking to the mom, she's like crying while saying that like Fraser is like her dad. She's like, I was telling my sister, he's so much like our dad and I really like him and all this stuff. And then the mom's like, oh, that means you actually like like him because you're crying and you think he's like your dad. Yeah. And that like really won the mom over, I think. I think so too. But I didn't quite catch that, but I think that probably won her over a little bit. She seemed like she was like for the relationship at By the, the end. end. Yeah. And then at the very end, when she's saying goodbye to Fraser, he's like, you're the girl I want to be with, Ellie. Like, yeah. you're the one. And she's, she was leaning into that hardcore. Yeah. And I feel like the difference between when she was with Joe and she's like, oh, I like other people too, but I like Joe. He's a great guy. And then like seeing her with Fraser, where he's like, you're the one. And she's like, oh my gosh. Well, like, I think. I could see myself with him. I think Fraser is obviously her first choice. Yeah, I think Ellie is infatuated with Frasier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's definitely something brewing there. So then we skip on over to Becky's date with Adrian. And they basically have two brothers, a friend, and the mom. And Tristan, the younger brother, is actually there in person, whereas the older brother, friend, and mom are there via video chat. Right, and the older brother is named Jaden, and we'll get to him in a second. Tristan's <sighs> kind of adorable. Tristan is very, like, laid back. He's really nice. It's funny because they're all sitting in, or standing in the room, and he's like, hi, I'm Tristan. And they're like, oh, look, this is Becky. Yeah. And he's like, I can see you guys have a real connection. It's, it's a real so good vibe. Funny. But they're just all, like, yeah. standing around smiling awkwardly. He's, like, very nice. Tristan's very nice. They're just, like, nice. standing across the room just smiling at each other. Yeah. Like, That's It's very friendly. And then on the flip side, you then meet Jaden, the older brother, and he is 
full of questions. He's actually kind of charming in a way, but he's very like... At first I wrote he was rude. Because at the yeah. very beginning, you're like, man, he's rude. He comes and then on he, strong. And then you realize he's just a little bit blunt. But he is slightly charming at the same time. Yeah, I put he blows up on Becky because he kind of does. He's yeah. like, he's basically just asking her hard, hit, hard-hitting questions. He's just like, hey, like, what's your intentions? And then he says... Well, I read on the internet that you broke up with a guy to go on the show. Right. So explain that to me. Yeah. And she was like, I did, in a sense, break up with a guy to go on the show. And we were just kind of going on dates. We weren't in a relationship. Yeah. And at this point, I felt like Jaden was like, kind of like making a good point because he was like, I know how to do research. And this is when I started getting a little bit of respect for Jaden. Because I was like, oh, he came prepared. Yeah. You know, in a way. Like, he came with a little bit of knowledge. Right. Like, he came and did his research. Mm -hmm. Because when I first saw him, he was a little bit abrasive. Like, he was like, oh, I'm going to get her and whatever. And it's like, but now I kind of saw it as like, oh, he's being protective. Yeah. And it was funny because at the beginning, before the mom and brother... And everything, and the friend got on the call, it showed them sitting around and guessing which girl Adrian would have fallen for, the younger sister or the older sister. Yeah. Because they didn't know at that point in time. Yeah. They just had read online that those were the two bachelorettes, and they're like, well, which one do you think he's going to bring home? So do you think that this conversation that Becky had with Jaden made it harder for her to choose between Pete and um, Adrian? I think so a little bit because she does open up about like, oh, I broke up with this guy who I was just kind of right, he dating asked her about but it. not in a relationship. Yeah. And then he was like, you know what? I feel like you're genuine. You won me over. Right. And then once that conversation was out of the way, he lightened up a lot. Yeah, he did. He was actually pretty charming. Like, not like charming in like a intimate way, but charming is like. A character way. I mean, like, he was like, like oh, my brother-in-law. he's very fun and, yeah. like, kind of funny to be around, you know? So then Becky's question to Jaden was, well, my main concern with Adrian, is he, is he actually ready to settle down? Because he doesn't think about the future that much. Like, he likes to live by the moment. Do you yeah. think he's actually ready for yeah. a big relationship? And Jaden was like, you know what? He just bought his own apartment. Which is, like, huge. Yeah. Like, he's at the point in his life where he wants, like, a forever relationship. Right. And he's He's ready for it. And I think that meant a lot. Because I think beforehand, in the back of her mind, she was like, oh, I like Adrian, but he's not ready. Right. And then once she had that conversation, she was like, wow. Wow. Like, maybe he is at the point in his life. He's got to stuff. Where he's ready for this. Which I can't quite remember what Adrian does for a living. He is a kiteboarding instructor. Oh, cool. Which is kind of cool. Pretty formidable job. Okay, so moving on. Ellie has a last date. With Adam. So they meet at the beach. And he teaches her how to surf. Which I thought was really nice. Because he loves to surf. And she had actually been planning on learning how to surf anyway. Yeah. I thought it was good. And there was also um, an opportunity for him to show off his... His glistening pectoral muscles. And his abs. His abs. He's like... Oh, look at my upper body. Which was honestly (laughs) 
quite an immature move on his part. I don't think but... that's why he did it, but it was definitely a bonus for him, I think. I don't think he actually is like, oh, look at my body. It'll help me along. I think he's just trying to be himself. He's very shy. Right. And I don't know. I feel so bad for Adam because I think he's a great guy, but he's so young. Right. And he's so inexperienced in, like, just life. And it hurts my heart because, like, Ellie is obviously not choosing Adam. Yeah. So... Let's move forward real quick. They introduce uh, Ellie to his sister and brother. Yes. And the sister gets scared of him being heartbroken. So she's basically asking Ellie a bunch of questions. And Ellie just directs all the questions back at her. Like, she was just well, deflecting. is Adam ready? Yeah. Is he ready for a relationship? He hasn't been in love. Are you sure he's ready? And then at the end of the date, he's like, oh, I want to tell her how I'm falling for her. And he goes through this whole thing. And then they go to say goodbye. And you could tell he, like, wants to say something so bad. And then they just, like, break apart. And he's like, okay, bye. And it's, like, awkward. And you can see how defeated he looks by not being able to, like, say it. But I think it was so smart not to say it because I don't think he actually felt that. He's just young and he's he's going to college and, like, he's doing He's out of college. His brother says really something really funny. He said, has he rocked your world? Because he's a geologist. Because he's a geologist. Yeah. And like... It was a funny pun. It was like really funny when he said it. It was like perfect timing. And I think that he wasn't necessarily ready for a forever relationship. Yeah. And that's okay. And I think his family kind of said, you know, he could be ready if the right person came along. Do you think you're the right person? And I think Ellie was saying like, hey, I have some really... Like, I'm already conflicted. See, here's the thing. I would love to see Adam either on Paradise or as The Bachelor in five years. Right. Like, give him five years. He could do Paradise easy. I mean, they canceled Paradise for Australia, but I'm hoping that, like, five years down the line, they'll be, like, back doing Paradise. I think the main reason with Paradise is because of COVID. Right. So, I'm hoping they bring it back. I'm hoping he, like, has some relationships. He grows. He matures. And then... They can kind of, like, bring him back. Right on. Because I like Adam. So they do have a rose ceremony, and surprise, Adam doesn't get a rose. I know. And I wish that she'd just let Adam go on his one, like, his hometown one-on-one I know. date. I feel that way, too. Like, don't even bring him back. And it I sucks wonder if the producers were like, you can't let him go right now. Because, because Shannon also yeah. got let go. Right. And it's, like, it sucks because I feel like there's a part of him that's going to be like, oh, she sent me home. Because I didn't say how I felt. But it's not because he didn't say how he felt. He right. was going home regardless of yeah. how he's... Like, ah, oh, it just... It bombed me out. But well, at this point in time, who do you see winning for both girls at the end? Well, I can't wait to see what happens. I think Frazier's got a really great chance mm-hmm. of being with Ellie. Um, do you see Peter Adrian at the end? I think maybe Adrian... Pete, I don't know if he can get over the distance thing. The thing is, I think she likes Pete better. I think so, too. will they figure out the distance thing, or will that be, like, a deal breaker? Right. But I like Adrian better. So, we'll see. And we will talk to you next week for the finale of The Bachelorette Australia. Adios.